Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife. Call to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. My name is Monica and I am your host for this show. I want to talk to you today about the verse that I'm memorizing for the month of October, which comes from Psalm chapter 5, verse 3. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. What do you think about that one? I chose this verse to memorize this month because it tracks what I'm trying to accomplish with my morning routine. I know you as a goal setting lady have a morning routine, or at least you have a system that you have put in place for many years to get through the morning and get to the things that you need to do. Well, five or six years ago, I heard a coach say something to the effect of, look, we tithe the first 10% of our earnings doesn't it make sense that we should also tithe the first 10% of our day? And I thought, hmm, that makes a lot of sense. Side note for any of you ladies who have not yet taken up the practice of tithing, you might consider it or reconsider it. It is something that we are called as Christians to do and I can just tell you that when I finally got that message and started tithing, so many spiritual blessings came as a result of it. But even if you're not tithing many, can you tithe your time? Is devoting the first part of your day to the Lord something that you could do? I already have had in place for decades a morning routine, which evolved somewhat over the years and it did include especially for the last decade or so quiet time reading from the bible studying prayer that sort of thing however i kind of fitted in after i'd done all the rest of the things that i wanted to get done in the morning so i fitted in after reading i fitted in after exercising i fitted in after numerous cups of coffee well Once this gentleman made the point that it made sense for us to tithe our time to the Lord as well as our finances, then it dawned on me, this is something that we can do that puts God at the forefront, puts him right where he deserves to be, and it can be fairly painless. So what I did is I switched around my morning routine And yes, I still grab a cup of coffee as my companion for my quiet time, but I started opening up my Bible and 
spending time in the word first, the very first thing, setting the foundation for the rest of my, my morning routine, but also the rest of my day. It has been the best piece of advice, I think, that was gleaned from that particular coach, and it is something that I know. I don't, I don't just think it. I know it deep within my soul that it is the way God intends for us to go about our days. Seeking first His kingdom, His righteousness, giving Him glory, laying our requests before Him early in the morning, and then waiting with the expectation to hear from Him, to hear from the Holy Spirit, to see the way He's going to bring things to fruition in our lives. So this psalm, in the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. This is a, a verse that has given me a lot of joy to spend time with day in and day out this month. Not to get too theological because I am the least person who should be doing that, but I will say I have a little story that kind of goes along with this verse. I know a person who has a family member who is the head of a household. He has, I believe, seven kids, and that's a lot of kids in this day and age. I grew up with uh, eight siblings, it's not common to run into people with large families like that today, at least not here where I live. This gentleman came down with COVID and got progressively worse and eventually was hospitalized because his one of the common things you hear about with this illness is that it's hard for people who get hit really hard with it to keep their blood oxygen levels high. Well, this was the case for him. So imagine... He's the dad to seven young kids. It doesn't look like the oldest one could be even 14 years old. So we're talking probably anywhere from 14 on down to a baby, little kids. So he gets put into the hospital and things just go from bad to worse. A social media call comes out for people to start praying corporately for him, like anyone who can to start setting up prayers for his recovery because things just keep worsening. I can remember a specific request was that on this particular day that everyone would put aside what they were doing at 8 a.m. and lift their prayer on his behalf and his family's behalf at the same time in unison from wherever they happened to be. One of the great things about social media is that it can its impact can be felt far and wide. So I can only imagine how many of us responded to that call and at 8 a.m. on a particular day prayed. I will tell you that the night before this prayer went up was one of the worst updates on his prognosis that I had seen. I believe that he was headed for eternal life at that point. Well, the day after the prayer and every day for weeks after that, each update had just a smidge, just the tiniest, just the teeniest bit of improvement included in it. Every day we would get an update and every day one tiny thing in his care or in his progress would be noted that had improved to the point that about two and a half weeks after that, maybe three weeks after that, he was released from the hospital. So this man went from being on the very brink, I mean, as precarious as a position as you could have to dying to the point that that morning prayer was lifted on his, his behalf 
to having everything start to slowly and gradually improve. If you followed any of the stories of people who have succumbed to COVID, you know that there is a point when they're on those machines where there's literally nothing left for the doctors to do, and many of the people at that point don't make it. He was fortunate. But can you imagine how it had to be for his family of all those little kids not to have any access to their dad for well over a month while he fought for his life in the hospital? I can't imagine, but I'm so grateful that I was able to, in some small way, participate in a a prayer intention that had to have been heard and had a great outcome for which all the glory goes to God. When I think about that, and I think about the fact that it was in the morning that we all came together for that prayer, it takes me back to this verse. And that's what I thought about when I thought about this verse and memorizing it. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. Isn't it great that we are chosen, that we are so loved by a heavenly creator that we can take any and all of our requests to him at any time, but especially in the morning during our quiet time and know that he hears us, all of us. That's why he's God. I sometimes think about the fact that there are 7 billion plus people on this planet. How in the world does he do it? It's unfathomable, but he does because he's God and he is great. So taking this back, I want you today to consider changing your routine. And if you don't have a routine, starting to have a routine in the morning. Set your foundation. Set it with your priorities in place. Put God first and let everything else fall in after you spend time with him, after you read the word, after you lay your prayers before him. Try it if you're not already doing this. Try it. As my son says, you can do anything for 21 days. Try it for 21 days and see if it doesn't deepen your relationship with the Lord and if it doesn't put you in a really positive place for the rest of your day. Try it. You might just like it. That's really all I have for you today. But as always, I send you out with prayers for your success, prayers for your delight, prayers that you will be blessed with achieving all of the goals that you have set for this quarter and this year. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, ladies, go out and get your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.